know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Heart Sing Podcast. I hope you are all enjoying applying these seven spiritual laws of weight loss and success to your life. We are using Deepak Chopra's book, Seven Spiritual Laws, A Practical Guide. And you can actually jump in this series anywhere, but we are building up through these seven laws. So the first week we worked on law one, which was pure potentiality, where we're experiencing silence, um, communing with the oneness of nature, being in non-judgment, really becoming that impartial observer. And then last week we practiced the law of giving and receiving. How many of you struggled with receiving, you know, like allowing yourself to take the compliments and being conscious of the dynamic flow of the universe and us giving and receiving gifts of love, joy, compassion, and growing our own self-worth and our own joy and love for ourselves along the way and how valuable that is on our quest to this highest, healthiest self of ours and how that applies absolutely to how we are treating our bodies with health. And when you start to honor yourself from that way and have a little paradigm mindset shift, all these things are the things that can make your weight loss quest easy. And yet they're going to feel so hard at first, possibly because it's opposite of what you've been told to go do all the things, you know, like do all these super hard things when you can just go sit in stillness. No one tells you that shit, right? Because it's free. Nature's free. Meditation's free. Sitting in silence is free, you guys. Nobody tells you this stuff. You have to pay somebody to help you get out of your own friggin' way, right? That's what like I've done over and over again. So today we're going to talk about a little bit more complex of a topic, and it's the law of karma. And so as we're going to go through this process with Deepak here in this book and apply it to our weight loss, oh my gosh, this just brings up habit building to me so much because we have that emotional memory in our body and it's where all our habits are stored. You know, you're making conscious actions throughout your day. But a lot of the time throughout the day, like 90 to 95% of what you do is unconscious, right? Like we're not making a conscious thought. You have all this programming underneath because your brain is super friggin' efficient and it wants to use the least amount of energy to get you where you're going. So we're going to look at karma from a spiritual aspect, from this, this habits from a spiritual aspect and how you putting this into action can really help you affect change in your life. So again, today, you're going to have three things that you can practice this week to experience the law of karma and how you can change. And we're going to talk a little bit about ways you can undo karma too. So I'm going to go into that a little bit from Deepak's book here. And he talks about the karma is both action and the consequence of action. So it's the cause and effect simultaneously because every action generates a force of energy that returns it in like kind. Of course, sounds a lot like the law of attraction, right? What you give is what you get. Same with the dynamic exchange of the universe. 
So karma also implies, though, the action of conscious choice making. So if we can learn to create this happiness in our life, we can sow this happiness, right? So we are essentially infinite choice makers. I loved how you said that, essentially infinite choice makers. So the best way for us to understand this is to become conscious of these choices we make in each moment. And this is what I talked about, learning to meditate and separating myself. So as you meditate, one of the big benefits is you have a larger separation from your ego self. You start to see while you're in meditation, you can see your thoughts. That's everyone's problem with meditation. I've got all the thoughts. Well, congratulations. You now know you're not the thinker of the thoughts. You can see them, right? So, you know, that helps you understand that you can change those thoughts. You can see them. You can interrupt them. You can change them. And so using our power to be able to do this. So even though we are these infinite choice makers, you know, we have all this conditioning in there. And so it's coming up with ways to interrupt that predictable um, response we have to everything going on around us, right? Like you just take action, you walk in the door and the bottle of wine's there and you're cracking it open to make dinner or, you know, um, what you're at the you're watching a movie with your little one and your hands in the popcorn bucket before you even know it. And you weren't going to have popcorn. Like these are just reflexes that we've conditioned ourselves. And he talks about every, even sip of coffee is causing karma. So karma is this memory that is created from your actions. So every action you take is planting a seed of memory in your body. So every sip on a cup of coffee you take, every drink of wine I take, every piece of sugar I take, right? Like all of those things are building up and making a a karmic imprint in my life. So he says, when we make a choice, we're going to ask ourselves two things. What are the consequences of this choice I'm making? And will this choice around me bring happiness to me and those around me? Now, I think that is very lofty, (laughs) when you're in the moment, we're often not stopping ourselves from making choices. And as you practice becoming the observer more and more, you will be more capable to do this. It's a practice that you put into place. And if you've been doing some life coaching, you probably have gotten pretty good at being able to observe yourself and see yourself making these choices you don't want to be making. So one of the ways that you will start to identify more with making better choices for yourself is to really dial into what we call our intuition, right? Your heart center. Like, you know, when I was getting those anxiety pangs in my body, and if you're experiencing this, that was my body full on telling me, no, 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 wrong way, wrong way, right? Like you need to take action on this, like big ass red flag ad, like this is huge wrong way. <laughs> like I, I was feeling that, like my body was completely telling me that. And, you know, um, Deepak shares, you know, some people you'll feel this in your gut or your heart. And you've heard that um, my gut knows, right? Or, you know, you're, um, you're true to your heart, that kind of thing. So, 
these sayings we've had around forever, and you will start to rely on these more the more you check in with yourself. And the more you don't eat that anxiety pang, the more you sit and allow yourself to observe your body and be like, okay, what is this trying to tell me? And again, can you see how that comes when you go from a place of non-judgment, of observation of yourself, and for love and compassion for yourself? right? And allowing yourself to know I'm not going to die if I feel this emotion. And what can I learn from this emotion? So because your heart is this intuitive, magical, little beating thing in there, it's it's relational. It doesn't have a win-lose orientation to it. It taps into the cosmic universe and it's telling you innately what's right or wrong. And so when you can start to dial into that, it's going to give you direction on your path. So that's one thing you can practice. And we want to talk about the three things you can do to pay your past karma and your karmic debts. This is really interesting to me. So I want to share it with you. So the one way is to pay them off, right? And so most of us do this, right? We will get in a situation where we've made horrible karma for ourselves and we have to like suffer to come out the other side of it. But um, Deepak's saying there's a second way we can handle this. There's three ways actually, but the second way is to transform this karma into a desirable experience. So this is going to be much less painful, right? And this is where we're asking, what can I learn from this experience? Why is it happening? What's the message this universe is giving me? And how can I make this experience useful to my fellow humans. It's what I did with my weight loss quest, right? Okay, why has all of this happened? How can I take all that crap I went through and help other people not have to go through that or to come out the other side, hopefully in a way that was easier than me, right? Like how can I help them transcend it or just identify with my experience? An example of like just paying it off is to continuing to suffer, right? So something horrible happens to you and you just wallow around in it, right? Like everything has cause and effect in the universe. And whether we cause it out of not living intentionally or however it comes about, or that horrible thing comes into your world that we're either to learn from or what's to have the effect on our life, we can choose to just allow ourselves to be victims of it and wallow in it. And that's how we can experience the karma. Or you can transmute it and come out the other side and say, hey, what has this taught me? How can I help my fellow humans? Maybe you write a book with it, you go help at a center or something to help other people overcome things. You know, there's other there's reasons we're given these lessons in life and to ask yourself and it really is very empowering way to deal with your karma. And the third way to deal with it is to transcend it. So this is to just become separate and independent of it. And this takes, I think, probably um, the least amount of effort when you can figure out how to separate yourself from yourself, right? So, but that takes practice because we haven't spent our lives practicing it. So this is to keep experiencing the self, your spirit, the space in between the thoughts, this law number one, the field of pure potentiality. The more you experience that, the more you're going to be able to just transcend it because you're going to understand that you are eternal and these bodies, it just, it just doesn't matter. It becomes irrelevant on the path here with your, with your journey. 
So all of the, these are ways that you can process through these karma, but these aren't our practices for this week. I just thought that was really interesting because I love that idea of looking at these things that we feel are hardships and turning them into wins for yourself. So the actual practices you're going to put into place this week is really becoming this witness. And so you're going to like in each moment watching yourself and being really conscious of it. So if you're doing this with your weight loss quest and you're making a food plan and you find yourself unconsciously eating or, um, you know, just like unmindfully doing things, want you to, on the day you practice this witnessing awareness, you get really mindful about it. You just watch every little thing and not with judgment. You really have to see yourself when you're making the judgment, remind yourself that's not witnessing awareness, right? Oh yeah, I'm just the detective here. It's okay. And to give yourself that love and compassion, those things will change your friggin' life right there. So witnessing these choices, is it serving me? So that's the second thing. So you're seeing yourself make the choice and then you're saying, what are the consequences of this choice? It doesn't serve me basically. Does it bring me happiness? Does it serve my ultimate goal? And he says, will it serve others that are affected by this choice? And I'm going to warn you with that because I end up coaching women that typically are putting themselves last at the expense of themselves. So you may initially feel like you are going to be harming other people when you're putting yourself first. I promise you, you are not. You serving yourself, your desires, your highest good and taking care of yourself is not selfish. It is what you're intended to do to find those magical nuggets inside of you. And this will be the hardest thing you do. This is why I have a group called Me First and a Me First Guide and a Me First Sisterhood and a course because putting you first is the first step. I'm coaching someone right now who's in, um, she's a CEO of a a social services area and just really talk about just giving your heart, blood and soul to everything. Right. And, um, she was like, what was the big thing you did, Addie? I know you did this when you were at corporate America and you were losing this weight. And I'm like, I'd like to tell you it was some like thing you can go out and buy and do, but it was literally, I started prioritizing myself and telling myself I was more important. I showed up for myself before I worried about being to work on time, before I worried about taking care of anybody. I was like, nope, I'm going. I'm going on my walk. I'm going to the mountain. I'm meditating. That was like what started me. And it was so hard at first, you guys. I remember being like, I'm just not going to look. I'm just going to pretend. And I'd see the thoughts come in that say, oh, you're going to be late. You're going to do that. And I'd practice my Einstein time. You know, episode 18, I think it is, if you wanted to listen to that about where Gay Hendricks teaches us in The Big Leap about this, you know, time isn't linear. You can get lost in time. You can create the time, right? Like, so the, uh, the concept, I'd just be like, When I thought I didn't have time, I would just turn my phone off, not look at it and be like, look, me first. What would happen? You know, things happen all the time. You get caught in a traffic block or your phone dies or the kids have an emergency. I'm like, look, worst comes to worst. I'll just tell everyone I hit traffic or whatever. But it never failed. I was always on time when it seemed impossible 
just by me manipulating time. And you won't believe me. You have to actually practice this for yourself, but you have to be in flow when you practice it. It's a technique to it because you can't do it with restriction or you're going to collapse the time. (laughs) It's a practice. So it's just really that simple, you know, of like getting out of your own way and starting to tell yourself you're important. So when you're asking, you're observing yourself and you're asking these questions, is this serving me? Am I doing this at the expense of myself is how I'd like to change that question, right? Is what you're committing to doing so at the expense of yourself? And is that a commitment you're willing to take? And that's something I think we should practice both of those all week this week, don't you? And then his third one, asking our heart for guidance and looking for that comfort or discomfort in your body if the choice feels comfortable or not. I love this, but I also think until you get to know your body, sometimes trying new things will feel very anxious in my body. And it's a good anxious I've learned because it's something new and it's something I'm a little scared of. So really identifying, hey, is this my heart saying, yes, you should try this thing. It's okay. You're just a little scared or it's the wrong thing for you. And this takes practice, you guys. It takes practice of checking in with your heart, getting to know your heart. If you haven't listened to her for 50 years, you don't just wake up and start hearing her. That was that little voice in there that said, Addie, it's time to get up. When I was in my 300-pound ball of misery, right? She was like, it's time. But I had spent so long not hearing her. I was like, what the hell is that voice? (laughs) Hello, where'd that come from? right? That, that little sweet voice in there that knows, that knowing that intuition, that um, part of yourself. So you can practice this, you guys, and practice. So just stop and ask yourself about a decision you really care about and see how it feels in your body. And the more you practice this, the more in tune you're going to get with these vibrations, with these frequencies we talked about, with your energy in your body. And these little stops, you know, these things I'm sharing with you in the seven spirit spiritual laws and applying them to our journeys with, you know, while you're making decisions around food or making decisions around your business and how you're going to show up for it, making those decisions on what's right for you and what isn't. And as I'm saying this, I have a business decision to make that I'm going to get off recording this and I'm going to check in with my heart and be like, if this is right, show me a sign. I want to see a sign that this is the right decision for me and I'm going to I'm going to know and then I'm going to go into that with a clear clear conscience if you will a clear knowing of I listened to my heart on this direction and just didn't do something flying by the seat of my pants as I tend to do. <laughs> okay you guys so Get those practices. Join us in the HeartSync Podcast community, and we are going to practice these three things together. And don't forget to subscribe. I have a subscriber's exclusive content now, so you can subscribe and support the show. I really appreciate it. And always your reviews and sharing the podcast with your friends means the world. Let's make this process of reaching our goals, whether it's your weight loss goal or your big ass scary goals, like leaving corporate America, it's all the same stuff. Let's make it easy. And it gets easy by putting these things into practice. So become the observer this week and ask yourself, is this serving me? 
And look, if you make the decision to do something that isn't serving you and you do that with the awareness it didn't serve you, don't beat yourself up over it. Congratulate yourself that you noticed it and you decide to make that choice anyway. And maybe next time you don't make the choice and maybe you do and it's all okay. It's all going to be okay. We're here to play the game of life. So let's have some fun with it, you guys. What do you say? All right, witches and bitches, I'll see you in the Heart Sing group. Until next week, slay her out.